Welcome to the Freaky Film Club, number five. So I don't have a costume. <laughs> Burger King foot lettuce. I'm joined today by some special guests, uh, Jamie and Chris. Hi, guys. Oh, hi. So I don't have a costume for this one, um, but I guess you could say I'm going as Michael from the film that we're going to be reviewing today. Okay. I've, got, I've got kind of the poofy hair going on and like nice. my you 70s sweet shirt. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, so, yeah, today we're taking a look at Phantasm. Sure yeah. <laughs> do you do you guys remember the first time you saw that movie? This morning. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. <laughs> what I about you, Chris? <laughs> uh, it was a long time ago. Okay. Yeah. Um, much, for, much in my youth. Okay. For me, I think it was sort of similar. I was, I was pretty young. And I might have, I mean, I probably caught it like bits and pieces throughout like watching it on cable. So yeah. this is the first time I really watched it, just sat down and just like watched it straight through and as an adult and, I gotta say, um, it there's some parts that really don't hold up all that great. No, are you <laughs> but, talking about uh, Jimmy down the street? Uh, <laughs> to, to me, <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, yes, yeah. They would definitely be getting canceled for that one. <laughs> um, but you know, it is a it is a cool film that makes you ask a lot of questions throughout and makes you wonder where we're going. Um, so I guess with that being said, let's give some, some details here. Uh, Don Coscar- Coscarelli, mm-hmm. he's, he directed this film and he, he would go on. I think he did all of them, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he did all of them. And uh, of course he had, uh, you've got the tall man, Angus Scrim, <laughs> who... Is that his real name? Yeah. There's nobody else that could play that role. Or there's no. nothing else that he could do with his life besides play that exact role, just based on his name alone. Right. It was destiny. <laughs> um, he's a very menacing dude. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely interesting that he he kept um, coming back because he he seemed kind of old, like even at the time of the filming. Um, so I think he's probably just like uh, one of those all around good guys that was just like people like me in this role so right right yeah so let's i guess take it from the top and um you start out right away with um (laughs) the cemetery scene sex in the cemetery (laughs) where the tall man has I, i guess okay is the tall man in the form of a of a woman it's kind of hard that to tell with the, the editing, but I, I feel that's I feel that's what the goal was. Okay. That was the impression that I got was that he was yeah. altering his appearance to look like a lady. Okay, so like this is just an odd scene to me. You because... better fucking tiptoe around what <laughs> the are. fuck you want to I'm say. say <laughs> I'm not gonna say it. And I mean, other <laughs> other other um, shows have covered this extensively, so I won't really go too deep in here. But it is, it's like odd to me that neither he did he. Uh, <laughs> I just think it's strange that like he had to like 
woo that guy at the bar. Like he had to play the the role basically. Yeah. Like he had to like get into character and be like, all right, like I've got to pick this dude up. Like the, he actually had to think that. <laughs> yeah. I also kind of want to know like what what his motivation is because he's he's providing slaves to the other dimension mm-hmm. by taking corpses and compressing them. Right. So what does he get out of actually killing living people? He's in a, he owns a fucking mortuary or some shit. He's got a supply of slaves coming in. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They did. Maybe really... the death rate wasn't high enough in their little community. Mm-hmm. They had to like artificially supplement. Sure, sure. I mean, it is weird that they don't touch really on his motivation at all in the film. It just kind of leaves you wondering, like, like, yeah, why? Like, there's. Yeah. The room full of barrels and yep, the, yep. <laughs> the portal to another dimension. And yep. yeah, all you know is they're they're just sending these Jawa looking guys down there to be slaves. <laughs> yep. Yep. Um I feel that they do I feel that they do touch upon that later in the series, hmm. but I don't remember. Okay. Which makes you wonder if they had a roadmap going into it they knew they were going to make another or if they just like came up with it later on once it did well. I, f- I feel the, I guess even, even judging by the ending of the movie that he was just planning on being a one off. I don't right. it, Maybe there was some success involved. Um, and then he was just like, shit, I'm going to keep going. Mm-hmm. But I guess just judging by the ending alone, I don't think he had intention intentions of keeping the, sh- the series going yeah sure sure um so yeah let's uh let's see here what ab- after the the sex in the cemetery we um well the guy dies and it's their sure. friend it's their friend tommy and it cuts to the next day and it's the funeral well, hold on let's back up for a second okay okay because there's one thing i noticed about the sex scene that I just couldn't unnotice because I just notice things. Okay. So, um, so she's 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 on Tommy in what we would say as a cowgirl position, correct? Mm-hmm. She's on top. Yeah. Okay. Why are her legs extended back and her her heels are lined up with dude's feet? <sighs> Like is she is she basically are they gonna, like is it just like bad two at, planks of wood? But, like she was like. But do you, do you understand what I'm saying? Maybe not. So, okay. So typically in a cowgirl position, mm-hmm. her legs would just be bent, right? Yeah. Generally, like kneeling. Sorry. But when they sh- when they cut in between the scenes, she's basically almost like laying on top of him. So her yeah. toes are matching his toes. So she's basically having sex with him like she's doing a yoga position or something. <laughs> I mean, maybe, 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 uh, maybe the tall man is is just a real fit character. Yep, he, he does seem pretty pliable. I mean, <laughs> you know, if you want to, if you want to, just pull up that footage real fast on, on, on Amazon. Yeah, that's where we watched it. Yeah, um, it's it's uh it's it's just one of those things that I noticed. Well, I'll make sure to add that part in. Minus, okay. minus the boobs, so I don't get demonetized. Well, I think that yeah. I think I mean we might be getting ahead of ourselves, but I think the boobs were on the second sex scene, not the first. Oh, okay, so, okay. Yeah, you the might one, be able yes. to sh- 
You might be able to show that unadulterated. Ooh, all right. <laughs> Tall man in all his glory. Yes. <laughs> so yeah. Um he he slash the the woman the woman in lavender. Oh, lady in lavender, lady I think lavender. is how it's credited on. Oh, IMDb. I didn't even fucking notice that. <laughs> wow. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um the lady in lavender kills Tommy. And it, it's just like it happens so quickly so randomly out of nowhere that you're just like what the fuck and then you all of a sudden we cut to the funeral and it's tommy's funeral and you're out it, well you're outside the big mausoleum where basically the whole Judy. thing takes place and um tommy's friends are in attendance uh jody i think reggie's in attendance too right i don't remember i think he was at the funeral okay but i'm not sure exactly i mean i know it's it's only been like two hours since i watched this yeah yeah. (laughs) there's a lot to take in there's a lot to take in he was there there is yeah Yeah, let's just assume and um michael watches from the bushes he observes the does a lot of that in this movie he does (laughs) creep (laughs) He's not very stealthy either. I mean, he, no, he gives himself no. away pretty easily. Um, yeah. But he witnesses the tall man take the coffin all by himself and just heave it into the back of the hearse, which yeah. um, is very puzzling to Michael. Um, because as you'll learn later, uh, Michael's brother says it had to have been about 500 pounds. Um, then... Michael leaves and goes to talk to a girl and her grandmother. Like, can you explain this to me? <laughs> I would, I'm guessing it was implied that this is an ongoing thing. Like he, he would always talk to this, this person. I'm sure you're going to lead into it. Um, but um, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll hold you. Go ahead. Okay. Well, yeah. I mean, basically it seems well to me like she's some sort of like psychic. She's got some powers or something. And Michael is going to get advice. And uh, at a certain point, she uh, makes this black box appear in which she has Michael stick his hand into. And they're so, they're so proud of themselves for this effect. It's oh, yeah. like, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, they've got these, I mean, it's just like, yeah. Michael puts it uh, anyways. Go, I mean, go ahead. I mean, what, what else, what were you going to say about this? It's like, dude, first, he's got a lot of fucking attachment issues to his brother. Yeah. And second of all, second of all, wh- why are you going to a, like basically what is a psychic mm-hmm. with those problems? <laughs> like, it's like, yeah, you know, like, there- like, I think you worded it the best, maybe unintentionally, that he's going for advice. You don't necessarily go to a psychic for advice. You go to a psychic for, I guess, what's going to happen to me. Yeah. Not, can you tell me what I can do in this situation? Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think yeah. he should have been going maybe to like a mentor instead or like a therapist yeah. Yeah. even. <laughs> yeah. Um, you get but, that psychic confused with your guidance or, counselor. Or like, yeah. I think they just really needed to put that whole scene into the movie. Like, 
Why? Why the hell is <laughs> like he shoehorned? Why is he fucking talking to Reggie about that shit? Oh yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, that would have made so much more sense. Reggie's I, a busy man. <laughs> He's got a, a lot of ice It's a hot sell. summer. There's a lot of popsicles to peddle. Well, they could have been. I mean, he even referenced going on the truck with him and him doing being so good at crowd control. So, like, they yeah. could have shown that, and that yeah. could have been the moment that he's giving the advice, but, like bonding yeah. moment. Like, yeah. actually, had like some kind of like cohesion about where Reggie fits into the whole like it, dynamic. Yeah. <laughs> it was really Reggie was random. Like, he they really didn't give him enough time at all. Yeah, for us to care think, about him. I think. I think that in general, um, the director had a lot of things he wanted to do, but maybe he didn't quite understand how to get everything on film and get all the meaning behind. I'm sure there was tons of shit in his head that like all added up. Yeah. And everything like he, he he had a fucking master plan, but his execution I think you forgot a lot of things. <laughs> yeah, I would say so. I wonder, is there maybe like, was there an extended cut of this? Maybe if there that showed maybe some more. Well, that we're I missing. think we watched like the most like <laughs> recent, the remastered yeah. version. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I guess remastered doesn't always equate to director's cut. I was just looking to see if there was anything else that he did early on or if this was like one of his earlier big movies and maybe he was just like learning the craft sure. i guess i don't think he did um, anything did, or did he i i'm looking this is all not in order but he did john dies at the end which i didn't realize oh yeah mm-hmm. i forgot about that yeah actually yeah bubba hotop oh mm, i didn't like bubba hotop <laughs> <laughs> no i mean i like bruce campbell but i did not like bubba hotop uh, yeah, I'm just just looking to see if there was anything he did like earlier than. Uh, it looks like he did two films prior. Nothing I've ever heard of. Before. So what he did seven movies and five of those were phantasms. <laughs> <laughs> Plus, John dies at the end. Survival Quest. Oh. Ooh. So, um, so that so that and Bubba Hotep. That's eight. And the Beastmaster. Oh, okay, wow. so nine. nine. Okay. okay. All right, he's diversifying his portfolio, yeah. but mm-hmm. still f- more than 50% of his work is fantastic. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's uh-huh. like Don Mancini with Child's Play. I mean, I think that's all that dude does. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it would be interesting to know if there was anything that he had envisioned that was, like, left off the table or maybe oh, was. Tr- you could in- tell. You could right. tell. right. right. Yeah. Yeah. Like he wanted to do good work. He had this universe, but (laughs) (laughs) they blew their load on blowing up the car. Yeah. So they couldn't fit it in. (laughs) There's another thing Chris noticed. So we'll get to that. Okay. Um, But yeah, let's get back to, uh, I guess, fortune teller, psychic. Right. Yeah. I mean, so he puts his hand in the box, it, it gets. It it hurts him. It it, hold, it clamps down on his hand, I guess, or whatever. I don't know what's really happening in that box, yeah. but yeah. The, the whole idea is that um, it's it's just an illusion, and it's like a, a lesson in fear, and he's just supposed to overcome his fears. What foreshadowing? Yeah, <laughs> which kind of doesn't foreshadow. <laughs> nice job, Don. Yeah, and then he throws that what I would assume is a crumpled up twenty. 
oh, on yeah. top of the box. <laughs> hey, and advice doesn't come cheap. That's true. Yes. That would that would have been big money I mean, that's for like, that's like Lucy from Peanuts. <laughs> <That's> like, yeah. <laughs> oh. yeah. So then uh, the box and the money disappear together, which is another effect which they're very pleased with. <laughs> my jaw dropped. That was uh, yeah, that was <laughs> high level stuff. How did they do that? <laughs> and um, yeah. So is there anything else you'd like to add about this scene before we move on from the psychic? I, I mean, I was, I totally understood that the scene was supposed to be kind of like otherworldly yeah. by the, um, the Sharpie star yeah. Oh my God. That's true. Okay. So now after the, the psychic, we have more cemetery sex. <laughs> Um, but you can't. What? You can't. No. Are are we already onto the scene with the big brother? Is this the, or is this yeah. someone else? Having, okay. This is this is Jody. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. He he was at a bar and he sees the same woman from earlier, and you know he almost meets his demise, but it turns out that uh, Michael has been spying yet again. And, um, Oh, Michael is stalking his brother. Yeah. <laughs> what a surprise. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, this is, uh, there's actually a really kind of funny sequence here where they both see the, the boobs and say, wow, almost <laughs> at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> like that kind of lightened things up a little bit. Yeah. 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 And, um, Shortly after that, Michael sees something weird in the woods and uh, lets out a really cheesy ass scream and starts uh-huh. running away. Uh-huh. But, and Michael notices this with a, like a pair of panties in his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think he's having a problem. Yeah. So Michael inadvertently it saves. A plus dialogue. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, he's uh saves saves his brother's <laughs> life there inadvertently. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. uh yeah, so Michael, I guess is Michael seeing one of those little dwarf things, I guess. I is think the implication based on the sounds was that yeah, he was hearing and or sensing that behind him. Okay. Do we like they don't really show anything, they just made the sound. Mm-hmm. I need to I need to look. Is there do you feel that there's a proper name in the lore of the Phantasm universe that these compressed people are called? Oh yeah, I, I would be curious to know that. Do you think it is very painful to get compressed like that? I don't think it would be painful at all because I th- well, at least he's doing it with dead bodies. So, mm-hmm. oh, that's true. Yeah, you know, this is like a like a like what prop like a proper uh, humanly butchering. Like you, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. you know, you take care of the animal and then you mm-hmm. you know harvest it for food. I guess oh, okay, is, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. It's like yeah, humane the, harvest. The person is dead, so they don't feel any pain. So how do? Have you put any thought into how this works? Are we just like r- removing a section of femur? Are we like are we just like walking on our knees and like removing the lower leg? Like how where is this 
hmm. length being removed from. The way it sounded was that they they made a they made a a mention that uh, the original their their friend that dies in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, he still weighed the same. Yeah, I guess we'll get there, but he's two hundred pounds. Mm-hmm. So I don't think you're losing anything. I think it's just like a weird, like creepy, awkward, like compression. Okay. Mm. Yeah. Dorf does golfing. Mm. <laughs> I found myself thinking about that when they were talking about it. I was like, but where, where did we remove it from? But I hadn't considered that maybe we weren't removing anything at all. Yeah. Yeah. I think yeah, our, our mind. Uh, there is no, there's actually no given name for them. Okay, interesting. I, the, I'm seeing dwarf zombies. <laughs> All right. I I'm, accept. Yeah, I'm good with that. Yeah. Dwarf zombies. <laughs> I like compressed people. That's, that's yeah, funny. yeah. I was trying to think of like a clever, a clever thing to combine like compressed with like, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. Cor- corpse pressed. <laughs> Like com, com, compressed person. Yeah, person. I don't. Oh no! No, no, no! I take it back. No, I take it back. C O M. No, stop! No, stop! You can't. <laughs> don't do that. <sighs> yeah, I was thinking like come come person. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I just said the same fucking thing. <laughs> That's no different. Back it up. <laughs> I was trying Again. to com- I was trying to combine compress with person, but com- <laughs> compressorson. Anti-tall man. <laughs> there you go. Short you go. men. Ooh, I didn't even think about that. It's like an antithesis. Yeah. <laughs> tall man is tall. He, that he's like this we can actually do you think that's a power play? I think we should do like a thesis on this. Okay. Like the tall man represents the 1% in society <laughs> and his height is a correlation <laughs> to his wealth and stature. Mm-hmm. Right. And everyone else is a comperson. <laughs> <laughs> the comperson, the come people represent the working class. Oh man. Slaving away. <laughs> All right. Well, so moving on, let's, let's get back to the story here and the next, Oh, it's actually the same night. Um, Michael has a dream or a nightmare about the tall man hmm. after his encounter with the person in the <laughs> woods. <laughs> and um, we cut back to the bar where this is so weird, but they're playing like a funk version of the main score. <laughs> oh, I didn't even Did you I guys didn't notice that. that. Oh, okay. yeah, I missed nice, that. Nice, uh, yeah. nice catch. Thanks. Um, and Michael's brother is in there talking to the bartender and he's just like i don't know what happened the she just ditched me um and after that we cut to the garage where michael is working on a car the the events in this movie are kind of strange because i don't know if we're just cutting in between like the same night or like different days because yeah maybe it doesn't matter I guess it really doesn't, especially, I mean, once you find out, I guess what the way that the I read the scene is he was at the bar. Um, Probably the next day. I, I can't remember their, their names. So uh, Jody, 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 
Huh? Jody was the big brother. Okay, so Jody, Jody's, Jody's work, or Jody's, you know, asking the bartender who he never introduced to. Mm-hmm. He was on screen for all of like five seconds. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then um, I feel like while he's at the bar, obviously he's not going to get any that night. So he comes home and what the hell is the kid's name? Mike, Michael. Michael Michael's working on the car. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because that's what 10-year-olds do in this universe. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. But like prior to the scene where Jody was in the bar, he had the nightmare. So was Michael just taking a nap and then he woke up to go work on the car? Or was that like a different night altogether? I think uh, you're... you're- being a problem here about bringing common sense into things. <laughs> All right, I'll stop. <laughs> I mean, what is with your what is with your temporal bullshit? <laughs> You've studying. never needed an after-school nap before. Come on, man. That's true. Let him I have mean, this. Yeah. If I've learned anything, that's I'll give it to him. Okay. I mean, if I've learned anything from the freaky film clubs that I've done in the past, it's to not try to make too much sense out of these films. Mm-hmm. So, um, I think, but it adds fun if you try to bring sense into them. True. <laughs> And it's timeline it, fluidity. Fun, fun and discussion. Yeah. It definitely helps with the Protected content. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, so he hears Michael hears noises while he's working on the car, and it's again the little. <laughs> I almost said the CPs. No, no, it's just getting worse. No good. It's just worse. <laughs> the the, the creatures. Call them preeple. <laughs> people. Pressed, pressed people awesome the people are outside in the garage <laughs> michael's freaking out and the car drops down it's somehow I'm, I'm really upset by this scene <laughs> why i'm really upset i'm you... really upset by the scene you explain what happens <laughs> well michael michael is working on the car underneath right yeah and we don't we don't get any camera shots we don't get any indication that the people are in the garage right, but you hear, oh, we hear their sounds mm-hmm. uh-huh and so he's under the car and is he looking up or is he just noticing but he notices he he's noticing the car is rocking and as as viewers we see that the car is rocking on the the jack the jacks mm-hmm. holding it up and so he decides to crawl further into the like under the center of the car instead of crawling outward and (laughs) why michael why (laughs) i really enjoyed the tender little single hammer tap he did under the car we didn't get there yet we didn't get there yet I thought yeah. that was that was prior to the shaking. So no, 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 because he comes in and discovers him, and then Michael's like, "Ooh, the car came down! Mm-hmm. They were in here!" Mm-hmm. So yeah, so yeah, that that the fact that you're working on a car, it's on jacks, and I believe it, there's not a lot, but I believe that any other horror movie in which somebody has been working on a car underneath it mm-hmm. that's been on jacks. They try to get out as fast as they can. Most of the time, the car fucking falls on their neck and you know leaves their head behind or something. But yeah. here, here's Michael. It's like, well, I, I, I fucking love danger. <laughs> <laughs> Director Don decided to just gift that straight to Final Destination so they can have that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah. Okay, so yeah. I guess if you want to uh, continue your 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 narration of the plot. 
Okay, well, like like he said, the car the, falls. The car falls, and like JB was saying, his brother comes in, and it's a very light tap. Oh, yeah, no, I was talking about when he was working on the car. Oh, he like oh, gently oh, hammer tapped oh, the oh, sorry, underside of sorry, the car. Sorry, my bad, my bad. Oh yeah, I thought you were referring like that was to the, the other extent one of too. him working on the car was <laughs> okay. a single gentle hammer <sighs> tap on a pipe under yeah. the car. But the yeah. but the boot the the hammer mm-hmm. to the boots mm-hmm. was also yeah. the, the the gentlest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, that'll, and, that'll show oh Jody, are you home? <laughs> <laughs> and Jody's reaction is just classic. Yeah. I mean, I can't tell which is a better scream, like Michael in the cemetery or Jody <laughs> screaming from the, the hammer on the foot. <laughs> I think he Joey, was having a problem. I think the actor of Joey just opened his mouth and they just played a sound effect. <laughs> a sound effect. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they should have plugged in that most metal scream from mm-hmm. that main uh... compilation. <laughs> um, so I guess what happens next is... Well, obviously, Jody doesn't believe him because it's it's just why would you? Yeah. What he's saying is just batshit crazy. There's no uh, fucking with your car. Why? Yeah. Prequel. Prequel. <laughs> I, I, used open the, the garage. I used an offensive term. I'm open, sorry. Open the garage and here are the prequel. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, Michael decides he needs to go <laughs> investigate the uh, the mausoleum. And so he packs his bag. He's just taking matters into his own hands. Yeah. He's going to just prove it on his own. And um, he packs up a little bit, grabs a knife, I think. Uh, I also noticed he's got a really cool poster of the moon in his mm-hmm. room. <laughs> It's like a that's a, that's a, that's not a poster. That's like a fucking mural, sir. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> very, very cool. Um, and it's out of this world. <laughs> <laughs> you could say that. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, so then he goes to the mausoleum and kicks uh, one of the windows out to get access to the basement. And I actually liked this scene quite a bit. I thought it was pretty cool. Really did a good job of building tension here. Uh, and it's actually the first appearance of the, the pinball. The sphere, sir. Whatever. That, that has, that has, <laughs> that has a, that has an in, in, in universe lore name. It's, well, it's actually called the sphere. Yes. I'm, I'm going to circle back. I have, I have a lot of concerns about that ball. Okay. Um, is there anything in front of the sphere or is it just called the sphere? Like they don't call I think it it's like just the, the sphere. Okay. So but there there I know that I know that I know that on some of the posters, mm-hmm. if I remember correctly, um or maybe it was like some of the like VHS art. <sighs> I believe there is like a tagline that says the ball is back. Oh, oh. <laughs> that must be like Well maybe um... we need to create a better name for that as well. <laughs> maybe it was like some marketing people that had never seen the prior films and they didn't actually know it was the sphere. Yeah. Yeah. I just happened to have a, my ornament An that you guys gave me. Yes. Yes. It's the best Christmas ornament ever. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. Um, it's a little dangerous. It is. Little, yeah. That thing a is, nice, is a little dangerous. Really fucking spiky. <laughs> I actually keep it. Um, 
on the wall next to my door. So I always have to warn guests like, Hey, there's actually a thing with a blade. <laughs> Be careful <laughs> on your way out. <laughs> but uh, yeah, this is very similar to how it looks in the film. And um, can you maybe give it a little example of like the flight path sphere, <laughs> maybe a little reenactment. Nice sound effect. Yeah, nice sound good. Effect. Yeah. good. Yeah. Uh, for being 1978, is that nine? Nine. We determined. Okay, yeah. it actually wasn't bad. No, I thought. No. Yeah. And it it um. Well, I actually thought. Oh, go ahead. No, you, you go. You go ahead. I actually thought the scene, which the the we're gonna call it the beer because that's a combined ball and spear. <laughs> okay. So when when the beer enters enters the scene and it goes after uh, Michael. And he does that dive to the ground, and the, and the beer flies over him. Yeah, <laughs> that was excellent. The shot that was mm-hmm. that, that was a good shot. Yeah, I, I wasn't very clear on who that other character was. What other character? The character that was down in the mausoleum hallways when the oh ball, yeah, what was when, up with when the beer that, first shows up? Yeah, what was up with that guy? Yeah, I didn't understand. I don't know that if either. I missed an explanation. Did he make an appearance maybe like prior to this, like at the first in, funeral in the casket? No? room was that before well that was that was oh, yeah yeah that was in the casket room but i but still, still don't know who, who the hell, hell he was. is sure yeah he I, obviously I, was in cahoots with the tall man oh for because sure. when yeah. he was going to look in the co- uh, the casket coffin mm-hmm. we'll call it um the the coffsket mm-hmm. um so when he opens the coffsket <laughs> or he's going to open it uh with michael in there the the tall man kind of steps in the room and almost like kind of like gestures or beckons him so obviously he's just so there's an established relationship yeah 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 maybe they were lovers maybe i i mean i you you mentioned that and i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna bring some some stuff in at the end of this discussion okay (laughs) um well the only other thing i'll say about this uh the the sphere scene is that uh it really produced a lot of blood It produced yes. a lot of blood, and it was um, very. Well, I mean, it was the head. Yeah, yeah they had true. heads bleed a lot, so mm-hmm. that's true. I mean, there's a lot of blood pumping into the brain. Yeah, so I guess that makes sense. But it was just, it was, it was cool. I guess I, I thought, yeah. like overall, like everything, like from the ball flying to like it actually entering the face, like yeah, I. I mean, that was good. definitely like stop motion. Like mm-hmm. when it when it you know gets to the guy's face. That's good though. And the uh, yeah, I was gonna I was gonna also shit on the uh, the prosthetic of the face, but I'll be nice. No, go ahead. <laughs> it was it wasn't good. Like it wasn't good. I was just trying to be. I, I was trying to be nice. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. So you were thinking the same thing. I mean, it wasn't great. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. We 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 had enjoyments over the end of that scene. Um. I don't know if you had noticed this, but Michael is like kind of laying or sitting up against the wall in oh, the yeah. mm-hmm. after the other person is now deceased. Mm-hmm. And he like takes out his knife like he's gonna stab the urine <laughs> really flowing from this newly dead yeah. man. Yeah. When when George when George Bird is killed and his corpse is laying on the ground and he 
urinates himself is that really a necessary thing like, yeah that was strange <laughs> but yeah totally looks like yep, totally he was, looks he was like, like ready to stab yeah totally looks stab like the people. michael's a little piss killer <laughs> <laughs> you just never know what could be a potential threat i guess uh, in that in that universe <laughs> yeah that was weird yeah um so after dodging that bullet, um, unless you you have any more else to say about this scene, I mean, yeah, okay. I mean, we covered already with uh, George Burt. Yep. So that's that's okay. what I named him. It's not <laughs> okay. a whim. Okay. I mean, he didn't. Does he have a name? Probably not. Okay, George Burt. No idea. Nothing okay. that. No. I like it. Um, so, yeah. After that, he is it. Was it after that that he he tried to get into the like he noticed the door or was that before i think it was yeah how did he get noticed how did he escape after that did he go back through the basement oh yeah he did yeah because he he ran back through the curtain and through the coffin yeah okay Okay. Oh, yeah, because the tall man was chasing him. Yeah, they like power okay. walked. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah, and then the tall man got his hand tra- uh, caught in the door. Oh, yes, yep. the yep. basement door. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, Michael cut off some of his fingers with the knife that he brought. Yes. And and uh, as a way of uh, helping to prove this to Jody, he actually keeps one of the fingers and puts it into a box. Do you think if that was his motivation, or do you think the director was just being like, like, just grab a finger? Like, <laughs> or that was like Michael's, Michael's, Michael as a character. Grab it's just a like, finger. all right, big creepy just fucker is chasing me. You. Yeah, I have an opportunity. I'm just I'm taking yeah. a souvenir. <laughs> yeah, I didn't come I'm here make for a nothing. coat rack out of this finger. It, it kind of ties in with his voyeurism. I mean, doesn't it? Yeah, like that's true. He's being a spooky little shit and like. Yeah watching everybody it makes sense i mean he tucks it into his like chest pocket so like preciously like <laughs> if, if if that was the situation was it his chest yeah, yeah 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 that's true he does he he does seem to really like that <laughs> yeah i mean like if i was a kid in this, like this area and i needed to prove something and i happened to escape from a monster i would not fucking take one of his fingers no, that would not. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So uh, he he makes it back to the house and um, he shows Jody the box with the finger. And obviously now Jody believes what's going on. Um, and the next day, they're going to take the box to the police. And he opens the box to make sure the finger's still in there. <laughs> and it's turned into some kind of a weird bug thing. <laughs> Like like fly like, sounds. Yeah. So yeah. I don't even yeah. think they made that prop. They probably bought that from like like a Halloween store mm-hmm. in the Bronx. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. That uh, that was pretty interesting. I don't that, really... that whole segment. I think might have been my favorite scene in the movie. Was everything involving that? Oh yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> okay. Um, ridiculous it was very ridiculous i mean they they tried to put it in a garbage disposal swish and flick Hmm? no ridiculous (laughs) there you go (laughs) i just did a spell on ridiculous we're watching harry potter oh oh i see i see 
Yeah, there you go. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, they they try to put it into a um, a garbage disposal, and um, as soon as they get it down there, they think everything's all good. Reggie comes over, and um, they're all panicked. And Reggie's trying to be like, "Hey, guys, like you want to? Oh my god!" <laughs> Another special <laughs> guest has joined us. <laughs> that was almost the most dangerous animal. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, if you guys haven't seen that, go look up most dangerous animal on YouTube. <laughs> you will be disappointed. No. So they're in their kitchen mm-hmm. and they have this bug or whatever it is wrapped in a denim jacket. Right. And they're you know, parading around trying to keep it inside the jacket. Mm -hmm. So they shove it down in the garbage disposal and then knife it also. Mm -hmm. And Jody is really intently focused on the the hole in the jacket. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. They must have one of those horror movie garbage disposals because I'm, I'm, I'm almost certain that if a garbage disposal thought of a piece of a denim it would just instantly break mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah the garbage disposals are shitty they're made shitty <laughs> like <laughs> you're yeah, gonna shove a-, a goddamn finger insect and in, wrapped in some <laughs> denim and your goddamn garbage disposal like <laughs> i'd like to know the brand on that one yes, yes. for sure De- yeah. denim tough <laughs> well like i said it's like a horror movie garbage disposal yeah. like mm-hmm. the kind that can like grind up an entire hand yeah, yeah, like down yeah. to the wrist. So. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <clears throat> so um, after Reggie comes over, it, it actually comes back out and tries to attack them again. Sure does. Yeah. Resilient little bastard. It sure is. Yeah. And um, they finally they finally do away with it by putting it back down there and finally killing it. It worked well the first time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Why not try it one more time? <laughs> and um at this point, uh, wait, what does happen after this? <laughs> so now they realize they're stuck without any evidence and they're going to have to deal with this themselves because now they have nothing to take to the police department. Right. And so um, they get chased again. And it ends up being... Um, is, this the, is this the part where they take... Like they take Michael to the antique store, or is that a little bit later? Um, I feel like that's a little later. So, a li- so when they leave the house or whatever, like what, what doesn't doesn't Jody go to the mausoleum to check it out? Oh yeah, that's right. That's so he right. takes the pistol to the to the yes. mausoleum. That's it. Yeah. When, it, this is a short stay. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. It doesn't last long at all. He runs into one of the dwarfs shoots it or the come people however whatever we're going to call them people <laughs> <laughs> and um shoots it makes his way back out and uh michael's waiting there for him in the car to pick him up and they get chased by uh, what they think is a driverless car and michael starts uh actually i'm sorry jody starts shooting and uh it turns out that the person driving was Tommy turned into a dwarf. Tommy from the beginning, the, the guy who got uh, killed at the beginning. And 
so that's like very uh now we are like what the hell's going on here so that was their first finding out that it was recently deceased people yeah yeah i don't i don't think it really matters do you i guess because what they were insinuating about their parents I think, or that do you was, think that I think just... that was the point was okay. the Okay. Yeah. What do you what's so that? Hand, handbook for the recently deceased. Yes. What's up? <laughs> what do you mean about their parents? Oh, because the I mean I'm I'm jumping ahead, I guess. So. Oh, okay. Well, about daddy. Oh, I see. I, remember, I yeah, I know what you're yeah. saying. Yeah. I guess okay. that but I mean that could have been that it happened at the time, not right. necessarily. Yeah. Yeah. So luckily, Reggie is able to save the day, sort of. Yeah, sort of. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So then they uh, try to come up with like a plan back at the house. Right. Yes. I think that's yeah. what happens after. And um, they decide that, again, it'd be best for Michael to stay away. So they go they take Michael to the antique shop. That's that should know they, by now that yeah, Michael like, can never stay away. Yeah. yeah. Like it's just it's like. like you guys clearly like we pick on we pick on stuff and and you know f- film but like these characters should know like <laughs> yeah i mean it's like Michael's, the fo- yeah yeah like fourth time it's like it's an ongoing thing it's, it's yeah. ridiculous just put him yeah. in the back seat already yeah <laughs> it's like uh, michael we're afraid that you're going to get involved and you're not going to listen to us so <laughs> sit on my shoulders <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> um yeah so he goes to sue and sally's place where he he discovers a photo an old photo of the tall man that moves and uh kind of triggers a response in him that like oh shit like i need to get back there <laughs> so yeah sally and sue take him home very quickly i mean this all happens like so fast mm-hmm. like sure. And, the pacing uh, so, really ramps up around this point. So I'm, I'm curious about Michael's motivation from that scene. Okay. So he sees that the tall man is what was that the 1800s? I, sure, I, he's yeah. like driving a so horse drawn. What is a that horse drawn purse? What motivation does that give him to go back? Like, <laughs> dude's fucking evil, and his fingers turn into flies. <laughs> giant flies <laughs> i know like he already knew he was yeah like it's just like oh my god he is centuries old what does that change yeah <laughs> this changes everything yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, what maybe... was he going back to do he's gonna <laughs> hey guys just so you know he's this, older than you think a... he is yeah <laughs> oh is shit a, this is a being from another dimension uh, we know oh, wait, i don't think they found that out yet but still his fingers turn into giant flies. Yeah, I mean, that, that, that's all I would need to know. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's a really good point. I mean, it's like there is no reason for him to be like, "Aha!" Like, I but, mean, I, I, I don't think there's any arguing that he didn't realize at that point that he was like a supernatural being. Right. Yeah. I think we had we had plenty of clues. But yeah, that is kind of funny. It's like now that we know this, we can go back and finally defeat him. Your one weakness. You're from the 1800s. <laughs> um. So yeah, he does. He he does get them to take him back. But on the way, mm-hmm. um, something devious happens. They come upon a rack. They do. Uh, more 
compressed people attack. And it's uh, assumed that Sue and Sally meet their demise. Um, mm-hmm. Reggie as well, because he also comes to, to try to save them, I think. I, I, no, it's when the they wreck, got to, the wreck they... that they come upon in the road oh, is the ice cream truck. That's yeah. right. I'm sorry. Yeah. It's all just kind of blending together. <laughs> yes, they come upon that wreck. I, I apologize. Um, they s- better. <laughs> they see Reggie's truck overturn, and yeah, they the evil <laughs> dwarves get them. Not <laughs> to and, imply that all dwarves are evil. No, no, but these, no, but these you know, ones. You know what the scene reminds me of. There's a lot of glass breaking in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> they yeah. got a discount on the like sugar there's, glass. There's a lot of glass yeah. breaking yeah. in this movie. I think yeah. the director has something against glass. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he got cut as a child. Yeah, he had an ulterior motive. <laughs> um, so Reggie's gone. They imply that Michael looks in the ice cream truck and Reggie's not there. Mm-hmm. The girls and Michael get attacked and Michael is ejected from the vehicle. Right. In a very like Looney Tunes style way. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's like there was an ejection ejection Mm backseat. They should have added like a boy. (laughs) (laughs) We should. Should we, we, do we need to do like our own cut of phantasm? (laughs) We add like old, old style cartoon sound effects. Mm -hmm. (laughs) We we should. (laughs) We'll call it phantasm. And at the very end of, tall man i'll be like that's all folks <laughs> <laughs> oh so good uh, so yeah after that sequence <laughs> um michael is kidnapped by the tall man because he he makes it back home and um he wants to go back to the um mausoleum <laughs> where jody is so he he leaves the house and the tall man's waiting for him. He kidnaps him, puts him in the back of the hearse. And again, Michael shoots out some glass. <laughs> so I'm totally clear on how he managed to hold on to the shotgun. Uh, no, yeah. it was the handgun. Oh, the, the handgun, that's yeah. right. He grabbed it from Jody home has the shotgun put, Yes, now. that's yeah. right. It's like a survival horror where you're split between two characters. Yes. And yes. You're, yeah. sharing, you're sharing armor, uh, arms and bullets. So yeah so this movie is just a series of going places escaping from those places re-getting caught and then escaping again and so on so michael escapes again from the hearse meets up with jody and wouldn't you know it reggie is still alive and he also joins the the two of them at the mausoleum and this is where things are like really starting to pick up. And I, I glossed over to something that I think you wanted to touch on. And that is the tall man's hearse running into the pole. Oh, did you, did Jamie already share that with you or something or? No, but you had mentioned earlier that you had a comment that you would say for later. Oh yeah. Something you so, had noticed. So hearse, right? Mm-hmm. Um, driving, driving down the road. Um, Michael shoots out a tire, so mm-hmm. there's also a, there's also a hatred of tires, also. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, that was pretty fucking smart, though. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that's probably like one it's of the most intelligent 
things I've seen in a horror movie. Mm-hmm. Shoot sure. out the fucking tire from inside the car. Sure. Yeah. Um, so this hearse, um, you know, obviously goes out of control and hits like what a telephone pole. Yeah. Yeah. And so when they're showing the hearse, so the hearse just fucking like instantly explodes upon collision. Um, like it was, it was clearly made of like, like nitroglycerin or something. I don't know. Yeah. Um, and so hearse is fine. Hearse is on fire. Mm-hmm. When hearse is on fire, the hearse is now white. Uh, it changed. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I would oh. assume it was some trash vehicle that they, you know, like. But yeah, the hearse was the hearse was white. Oh no! Yeah. <laughs> I didn't yeah. even realize that. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. <laughs> was Did you it... like it to one of those like color changing micro machines? <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> was it like really obvious? Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was like an on-off switch. Like. <laughs> That's funny. I I can't believe I missed that. I didn't yeah, even didn't even notice. That. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Um. <laughs> so yeah. So after that happens, like I said, they they get they meet back up at the mausoleum, and Reggie's revealed to be still alive. And this is the part where yeah, like things start really picking up here, and they they make their way into that room with the barrels and the portal to hell. Or not hell. I think it's, it's another dimension. dimension. I think they yeah. clearly state. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. I didn't mean to say hell. <laughs> no, that's fine. I mean, dimension. it kind of looked like hell, though. Yeah. I mean, it's very barren, very mm-hmm. red. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I mean, this is a this is a really cool little sequence here. Um. It was actually interesting that they they decided to show it. To, to show yeah. that world mm-hmm. you know but but once again like i think this is kind of a like a they blew their load like mm-hmm. they don't they there's this scene mm-hmm. and they don't do anything else with it narratively i think until the later movies like i said i think i think director dude had like this like he wanted to do something sure and he just like forgot a lot of the details or you know like <laughs> yeah which is unfortunate uh, yeah. because, yeah, you do find yourself. Uh, I mean, me personally, especially during this scene, I, I found myself asking a lot of questions and um, yeah. pondering things. And- I can't remember. You said you've seen Ravager, right? The last one. I have not. Oh, okay. No. If I remember correctly, the last one is very much like, like whatever. I think whatever dimension that is, like ends up spilling into the earth mm. and there's a bunch of like like it's almost like post-apocalyptic like it's implied that like a lot of humanity has passed like died wow yeah. that's interesting <laughs> yeah yeah it's very red that whole movie is very fucking red mm. <laughs> are there any main characters still around in in those later ones Oh yeah. The, oh, it's, okay. It's Reggie, I think Reggie, they and, probably Reggie all are. and Michael throughout the whole and I think there's probably maybe dream sequences with um um Jody that oh. is obviously new footage for the movie. Oh. Um and I I might be wrong, but I think like at the end of Ravager, like 
somehow Jody comes back or some <laughs> shit. Like, oh man, interesting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, if you got some time and you want to dive into, uh, like, I guess mildly entertained, but just weird universe there you go okay well maybe i'll throw the second one on tonight while i'm trying to get to sleep (laughs) there you go um but i mean the 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 scenes the scenes with the scenes with the balls uh (laughs) they get they get better okay cool cool that's good to know (laughs) it was weird like i can't remember like see the problem is, is he needed to like as viewers we needed to have like rules for the universe Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. What's the deal with the dimension? What's the deal with the tall man? Where do the balls come from? Yeah. If I remember correctly, and maybe like the second or third movie, I think like they're implied that the balls like are actually like like they grow inside corpse heads. Mm. I think there's a scene where the balls actually like push out oh. from inside like a oh skull my or God. something. <laughs> like it's been a, it's been a while. That's a fucking while. metal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i i would definitely um agree with you like i it definitely leaves too much for us as the audience to just fill in on our own and like i don't want to write your sure. damn movie for you <laughs> yeah and, but at the same time i think maybe maybe that's what gave him the fodder to keep it going sure. yeah like he's just like oh i have all these things that i didn't talk and i'm sure he had people coming up to him and be like hey what was the meaning behind this yeah. why didn't you sure. talk more about this probably got a little fucking notebook like mm-hmm. you know? <laughs> yeah <laughs> yes yeah, so i'm actually really interested to go see or check out some of those sequels now um much like yeah, the they're, hellraiser they're, universe. they're worth they're worth watching at least once sure okay um so getting back to uh kind of this last the uh, room yeah. yeah thing here um really shit starts going crazy um red well the power gets cut and when everything kind of comes back jody and michael are missing and it's just reggie in the room and he activates the portal like well they do a flashback because when he was when, when there was that scene towards the beginning of the movie where um jody is outside playing playing his electric guitar yeah um um, Reggie sits next to him mm-hmm. and starts playing his acoustic guitar. And at the end, he's checking he's checking it being tuned with a tuning fork. Oh, right. Yeah. So there's basically two tiny metal poles at the end of a tuning fork, which he places his fingers on. So I would assume that's what he was going for with the... It's like a frequency. The, yeah. But what was his goal? Probably to think- close it. I think he was just like it was probably almost like a morbid curiosity. Okay. Sure. Because I think the I think the tone that we hear in that room, I think that's supposed to be an audi- audible tone for the characters too. Okay. Sure. Okay. And I th- like wasn't the there, resonance of that. Wasn't there was there a dumb flashback scene where it shows the same footage with him touching his fingertips to I the tuning fork? I don't remember. Yeah, I think yeah, there was. I think there was. Yeah, I I think you're right. Um, yeah. So shit is uh, going crazy at this point. The the barrels are getting pulled into the the portal. Uh, Try sucking Reggie in, uh, but he he. Escapes. Thankfully, Reggie is is not as 
or not as light as the other barrels because he's fine to just crawl across that smooth surface. Yeah, no problem. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So the it's kind of weird. Uh, the the um, mausoleum just disappears after. Um, yeah. It, is yeah. that that's what's that's what that's what was implied to you right yeah some kind of like black you, hole you too? like implosion yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. but yeah. i mean don't they end up back at that mausoleum at the end of the movie uh i feel like they do but i can't really recall yeah that's that's a that's a fucking plot hole right there <laughs> <laughs> damn it don <laughs> um yeah. Uh, so basically, the last bit here is Jody decides that they need to trap Tall Man in the old mine shaft to finally defeat him. And he's like, I'll run ahead, clear the way, and, you know, we just need to figure out a way to get him here. And Michael <laughs> is at home alone again. Yeah, again. Nobody has learned to, n- to not leave this child alone. Right. Like they just don't get it. <laughs> uh Michael, yeah, he he runs into the tall man who chases him through town. I don't really know how long like they're really being like they're, they're continuing with this chase. I mean, it could be miles for a while. <laughs> yeah. But cuz I don't know where the mine shaft is in correlation to like where the to, to the houses like i feel that there was another like plot issue there is like so uh jody was counting on him being at home he said he was gonna i'll be <laughs> right back yeah to come to get you yeah and so michael's being chased by the tall man he ends up at the mine yeah. and jody's just acting like this oh this is this plan is <laughs> <Yeah>. coming together <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah like it just worked out what the hell <laughs> It's almost like, well, they knew they were. Do you were think running- he counted this? Maybe he was smarter than than us as the audience. Mm-hmm. Do you think he counted on Michael not being able to plant his fucking ass and stay behind <laughs> like he's told? There you go. That's got to be it. Like this motherfucker is definitely going to be coming to the mine shaft any minute. <laughs> Jody's Jody's smarter than he's we just thought like he was. Looking at his watch, yeah. he's like, yeah. any minute now. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, that must be it. Um, but yeah, so Tall Man gets to there and Michael jumps over the hole, but somehow the Tall Man is stupid enough to fall into it. And they bury him with the rocks because Jody's up on the, the hill and pushes him, avalanches him Some all fucking big ass boulders. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not yeah. just rocks. Not just rocks, but boulders, you're right. And um buries the tall man boy <laughs> you play a pretty good game he says but no he goes into the shaft <laughs> and gets buried and uh now i need someone to explain the ending to me because i'm confused because <laughs> <laughs> okay yeah, yeah it, please <laughs> this is this is this is another thing i think is an issue with script writing and not having cohesive ideas being filmed because it goes like it goes to imply that so like um michael gets like knocked out or something right 
Yes. Or he just has a bad dream. They it's, go to a dream sequence. Yeah. Okay. So I guess he wakes up from a dream and like Reggie is comforting him. And they're like in their pajamas in front of a fire. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Suddenly so, pajamas. Yeah. So he's like basically saying how the tall man is not going to stay there, which I think the audience agrees with. And he's like talking about how realistic his dream is. And, and uh, Jody, Jody was blah, blah, blah. And Reggie is just like, no, he died like a week ago in a car crash. Yeah. So like my wondering of the continuity is they like, are they like, is the whole fucking movie like supposed to be like a dream? Like, yeah, did, I'm, I'm did not they clear succeed, on what. Did they succeed over the tall man? Put him in the mine shaft, and then Jody just dies in a car crash, and this is after. But I guess with him saying, with him saying, um, what well, was so real? The dream is so real. And, and the tall man, he's he's not going to get contained down there. Mm-hmm. So that almost makes it seem like the mind part actually happened. Well, and it- Reggie doesn't say the tall man isn't real or he, he like Reggie. It's very no- vague. It's yeah. vague. Mm-hmm. And I'm wondering if they shot that ending because Don Cascarelli at the end was just like, there's so many fucking holes in this movie. <laughs> like, I gotta, just I make gotta, them bigger. Yeah, or or I just gotta I gotta leave it up to the to the the watcher's imagination. He, he Dan Cascarelli made fucking Donnie Darko before yeah, before yeah. Donnie Darko was made. Yeah, I was legitimately confused. I mean, I'm not yeah. clear on what parts were supposed to be his dream and what part were yeah. not. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I think that the I think that ending, like I said, I think the ending was definitely meant to be a bookend. Sure. Like I kind of seemed like they didn't, they weren't planning to go past the first movie. Sure. They also don't explain how Reggie came back either, because we're led to believe that well, he was stabbed. Because they said Reggie. Well, Reggie also said he found the girls. Yeah. Yeah, he did, and but, set them free. But so at- I'm wondering. Like what I'm wondering is if like like it's not in the tall man's nature to fuck with living beings. It's just the dumbass living beings coming on his fucking turf and trying to like sabotage his fucking plan. Like he's just completely fine in his goddamn mortuary with no yeah. one butting in. Yeah, <laughs> stay like, off he my just lawn. Wants to, he just wants to. He just wants to do terrible things to corpses. Like he's mm-hmm. like just Ed Gein. Like, <laughs> um, so that was more of like a warning thing to hit to Reggie then when he was outside of the mausoleum at the very end. I don't know what it was because I mean he does get stabbed. He does get it stabbed. Does or, yeah. but, but like I guess I'm wondering because then Jody's like, "No, come on, he's dead." But, he, but go. he gets yeah. fucking stabbed in the stomach. If he wanted That's, to go yeah. for the kill, he would have yeah. went to the fucking. It was kind of gentle too. It was yeah. like the hammer tap. It I was like that. a really tender... like I don't like I said I don't think the tall man at least in the universe of the first movie like he was probably like a dumb bond villain and keeping these people locked up somewhere so when he decides and he has the motivation to kill them he'll kill them sure why did it need to be the lady in lavender at the end with reggie 
there was no reason for him to appear as yeah, and she, the lady and at the she, end. There was no point to that. And I think she also appeared in the forest. Yep. Wait, did she appear in the forest when they were heading towards the mine shaft and she, the tall yeah. man was chasing him? She sure did. <laughs> and that was also the part where he was talking about fear again. Yeah. Uh, so maybe, I, so maybe, maybe just like there's there's multiple non-Jawas. We're just gonna like fuck with the continuity of the show and just use different terms all the fucking time. Yeah. For talking about the same thing. Yeah. Maybe there's maybe there's tall men. Mmm. I I like that. <laughs> I'm good with that. Yeah. Tall men. And they're like Pokemon when there's a bunch of them in the same room. They're all like scrim, scrim. <laughs> <laughs> nice. A wild tall man appeared. Yeah. <laughs> in, in the tall grass. In the tall, yeah. But to him, it's just regular. The shiny size version of stress. Tall Man is the, the Velvet Lady. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a one, uh, one, 1,444. You, got, you, you have to like, push the hearse out of the way in order to get the, yeah, yeah. the shiny. Yeah. yeah. Oh, all right. Well, so. No, 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 you're good. I was just gonna say uh, that's uh, that's phantasm. <laughs> that's a wrap. Yeah. Um, like I said, I, I think like the rest of the movies, they definitely they definitely tried to like clean things up, tie up loose ends. But Ravager is basically like they took the fucking movie to space, but they brought oh. space to the Earth. Well, I'm interested in in definitely checking those out once I get some opportunities to do so. Yeah. Um, what would you guys say is your hell yeah moment of the film? I don't know if I had a hell yeah moment, but, <laughs> but like I said, no, I, think I, that, I think that, I think that, I think that picture with like Michael diving to the ground with the, the ball going over him. That was, that was a, that was a good scene. That was okay. good cinematography. I was going to say the escape from the hearse. Okay, cool. Uh, I guess mine would be similar to yours, Chris. The first appearance of the sphere. Okay. So. The origin. The origin story. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just because I mean I think that's that's probably got to be one of the most iconic things to come out of this film. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, and it's interesting too because I don't really remember much diversification. So, like, I mean, it's kind of weird for a horror movie to, I guess, in a way, to have like three villains but i if i remember correctly that's that's some kind of consistency throughout the series so it's just sure. it's the it's the the non-jawas yeah uh, the tall man and the, and the sphere the balls or you know whatever i but i feel i feel i feel they got to some territory by like the fourth one or ravager i think i think in ravager there ravager there was um I think there was some really terribly CG animated giant balls. Oh no. Around. <laughs> I don't Uh-oh. I don't understand what the point of the ball was. So like the the compressed the creeple. Well hold had, on, let me let me start oh, off. Sorry. You. Well I'm you sorry. go ahead and finish and I have an easy answer. I, I was gonna say so they they there was a point to them. They were slaves, yeah. they were doing oh. a job, they there was a purpose for them. And the tall man was facilitating that, so there's a purpose for him. But they don't explain the ball. It's just there. What? Well, there's a very but fucking, why? Well, there's a very fucking easy answer for you. So you, so you have a body, mm-hmm. 
Jeremy mentioned there was a lot of blood. Mm-hmm. What is the role of the sphere or the ball? Just to create extra corpses? Embalming. Mm. It has ball in the name. Embalm. <laughs> and obviously, and I, but I mean, like, there's another fucking plot hole. Yeah. Why do, why does the tall man and why does um, the, um, the, the Tootsie Father. Roll midges, um, <laughs> why do they, why do they have like a, a gloppy, gloopy, yellowish snot fluid for blood? Oh, yeah. Mm. That's another thing. Because they are otherworldly. Yeah. And sure. it's cool. I think that was just, yeah, <laughs> yeah. supposed to make a clear I'm a, I'm distinction a that they di- weren't human. I'm from a different dimension. My blood is a different color and consistency right. than yours. Obviously. <laughs> that's how it works. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> my final rating for this film and keeping consistent with the last four freaky film clubs, I'm going to give it four sphere balls out of five Ooh, i thought oh wow, that's very generous of you that's yeah that's, that's very generous of you i could have been cruel i mean there's definitely some issues with it but it did keep me engaged and i did enjoy watching it and i sure. thought i mean the performances were not good either i was gonna say i thought some people did good but no i would be <laughs> lying if i said that <laughs> but it was fun and um sure it's definitely a film that I'll be revisiting, you know, in multiple different Halloween seasons. And so, uh, yeah, four sphere balls out of, <laughs> I think, I think if, like I said, when you find the time, I think you, you might, you might find one that's further in the series that might be like your go-to movie. Oh, okay. like if you're going to watch okay. a phantasm movie, you'll like the third one or, you know, like, sure. yeah. Okay. Uh, what about you guys? What kind of rating would you give it? I would say overall the movie is like a two ball out of five. However, uh, contributing to like iconography and like having its own like visual identity, like the tall man and the spheres. Um, I mean, that's like a five out of five. Cause I mean, like first movie, like dude wasn't fucking around. Like yeah, people that, People that didn't want to bother to watch a movie in 1979 when there was other quote-unquote better horror movies to watch, everyone everyone recognizes the sphere at least yeah. with its like blades out. So I mean, like good good on that. Yeah, definitely. I'm gonna say never having seen this movie until today and not having seen any of the sequels. Um, I'm gonna say three out of five because I think I, I three balls out of five. <laughs> I had an expectation going in about watching a 70s horror movie and what I was getting myself into. And I think I was pleasantly surprised by how much I snickered or giggled or was thinking thoughts about what was going on. So like, like you said, like just being engaged, um, it missed some points for having the entire plot of the movie take place in the last 20 minutes. (laughs) Um, that kept it from being a higher higher ball score. Sure. Yeah, I would say three out of five. Okay, cool, cool, right on. Well, Phantasm, folks, that's it. That's uh, that's that's the movie, and that's uh, that's gonna be the end for us. You know what? I've had a, I've had a ball talking about this with you. <laughs> oh man, me too. <laughs> <laughs> I got no puns, so me too. <laughs> I mean, the plot of this movie is a tall man tale. 
<laughs> that's that was that was yeah it compressed me yeah. <laughs> to think about it <laughs> well thank you guys it's been a fun yes, time <laughs> thanks for having us as special guests absolutely for the freaky film club absolutely thank you i hope you guys enjoy the freaky film club maybe we'll be back again next year who knows I all mean, right next year we're gonna watch freaky. all the puppet master films well, I think if we're gonna, we just we might as well just finish off the 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 phantasm. Okay, films. that's true. One each year. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, guys. I'm 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 just putting this out there. I'm also down with Freaky Film Club being a, an all year thing. Okay. That's true. It doesn't have to just be. We in can October. watch Silent Night, Deadly Night during a holiday. That's true. <laughs> I I haven't Krampus. seen that. So Krampus is. I like Krampus. I love Krampus. Krampus. Krampus is fucking yeah. good. Yeah. All right. Well, you heard it here first, folks. There's a world of possibilities ahead. And, uh, you know, we might be back sooner than you think. Ooh.